Welcome to Total Wellness, Winning in Mental Health with your professional mental health counselor and certified life coach, Terry Gartrell. Good morning. Welcome. It's Maria in the morning, and we are welcoming you to Total Wellness, Winning in Mental Health with your professional mental health counselor and certified life coach, Terry Gartrell. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. What are we talking about today? Well, today what we're talking about, just a quick uh, review. Last week we were talking about the uh, stress factor. We were talking about events that actually uh, cause stress, and we label things as good and bad. Right. So we were talking about events that could be considered good, such as marriage, completing a degree, getting a new job, um, and we labeled events that could be considered bad, such Correct. as losing a job. Right. Um, you know, divorce. And so those things can cause mental illness mm-hmm. in the form of anxiety, depression, right, and, other, and, and even some physical, physical symptoms to manifest. And so what we were talking about this month, just to recap, is to when to know when to refer and when to know when to go and get a professional evaluation or assessment. This week, what we want to talk about is how we recognize those different behaviors and symptoms, because as clinicians, sometimes different mental illnesses look very similar yes they look very very similar and so that's to a trained eye so to someone who is not trained you can imagine that it can be even more difficult they do i will be honest with you and i discourage this but at the same time it's okay they do have but you need to make sure that you're using a credible site they do have screenings that you can use online, mm-hmm. but I always encourage you to seek a professional. Yeah, we have too many. We, we have too many people that are trying to diagnose themselves. Wow. Or or diagnose their family members, and you know, many times when we as professionals are talking to people, the initial diagnosis that I that we give somebody changes mm-hmm. because we don't. We don't want to start out giving someone, you know, a severe diagnosis when that's not what it is. Because again, I say some diagnosis, but mm-hmm. diagnosis when that's not what it is. Because again, I say some diagnosis of those people will develop that condition by the age of fourteen. By the age of fourteen. By the, by the age, age of fourteen. Yes, ma'am. And as a matter of fact, I had, I had to come in this week. Okay, so what I would like people to think about is, what do you think are some of the signs? I mean, I don't know if this is your first time joining or if you've been joining over the past few weeks, but what do you think are some of the signs that show you that someone needs help or could possibly need a screening? So you want them to put that in the comments? In the comment. All right. As I continue to talk to you, and I will address those at at the end of what I'm saying. Okay, so as we're moving forward, the purpose, the whole purpose of me doing these presentations and bringing people on is to, first of all, I want us to change the way we think about mental illness. Correct. We need to change the way that we think about mental illness. Because until we do that, we're not going to address it. We will always attach a stigma to it. Yes. Things will continue to get worse. Just as when you go to the doctor, you've heard of intervention. They try to catch things in the first stage. Right. Right. So when it gets to 
you know, to the last stage, sometimes it's too late. It's too late. Wow. So we want to do that in mental illness as well. We want to cut it off in the first stage. How do we do that, Terry? Okay, so we do that. First of all, we need to change our attitude about it. And we need to increase our awareness. And that's what I've been talking about over the last few weeks. Knowing when to refer. Knowing what events can cause mental illness. And today I want to talk about, you know, sometimes some mental illness illnesses are internalized. Yes. Some are, some are externalized. Okay. So internalizing is when an individual tends to hold things in and they, it may include isolation, withdrawal, disbreak, depression, right. a uh, change in their eating patterns, change in their sleeping patterns. You might see these type of things, loneliness, you know, they, they call themselves loners mm-hmm. and some of them are, but I mean, it goes to the extreme. So, well, Terry, tell me what an extreme, how can we identify that when someone okay, is being so, extreme with wanting to be alone? Okay, so for instance, if you're introverted, yes. so you normally, you, you spend a lot of time by yourself anyway, but say you have a couple of people in your family that you normally talk to, or maybe somebody reaches out to you. Okay, so if you're going to the extreme or you're really going through something, you may not answer your phone. Wow. You may not reach out to them. You may not reach out to them. You may not make that weekly call. Got it. Okay. So when they are, when they just totally cut themselves off. Shut down. All they right. Totally shut down. That makes sense. They totally shut right. Okay. So this is why I'm very adamant about communication because when we hold things in, it is not good. We can start to manifest even physical symptoms when we hold things in. Okay. Wow. So that's inter- that's internalizing. Okay. Externalizing is what the most stigma is attached to, because right. that's these are, these are the things that we can see. All right. And these are the things when people are causing a disruption in their environment. So let's say if you were in school, the person that's a class clown. Yes, they may be defiant. Defiant. They may be uh huh. Conduct disorders. The conduct disorders. Okay. They're not paying attention to anything that the adult is saying to them. Um, which could be confused with another diagnosis. That's why I said it's, it's best to refer. Um, right, okay. At home, at home, they may not be listening to a parent, and it could be because of like a focus, which would be another category. It might not be conduct disorder. It may be ADHD. Wow, okay. And, and, and right. as a parent, we're trying to discipline the child when really the child has a mental, a mental illness. Correct, correct. Wow. Okay, that's that's so good information. Right, so this is what I deal with a lot. And you have to, these are the things that the stigma are, is attached to because a parent, they don't want to think, oh, I don't want my child on this. I don't want, you know, they don't want to think that my child has a quote-unquote mental illness. But the truth and of the matter is, if it's there, we need to deal with it. Exactly, and it's, if you deal with it, you can live a normal life understood if you do not deal with it you will have problems they will get worse as i said that's what i was going to ask you so does that just get worse exactly so even though that person is getting older they go into adulthood and you see all kind of erratic behavior or when you know that this person knows better but they're not doing better with their lives then I could, it's probably safe to assume that this person really has an issue. 
Right, and this is when we need to refer. Go get an assessment. You can do your little online assessment. I don't, you know, don't make that the last and final session. You need to go see a clinical professional. Right, right. Some of the other disorders you may see are um, self-medicating when someone is drinking excessively. Alcohol. Wow, okay. Drugs, substance abuse. Oh, Te Terry, drugs. we have a question. Jesse is yes, asking is if I am bipolar, one, when do I start looking for signs in my kids? You constantly pay, you constantly do assessments, you constantly pay attention. And one thing that I did not mention earlier when I said I'm very big on communication. You will be able to pick up, if you are having, see we live very uh, fast paced, some of us, very fast paced, hectic lifestyles. But one thing I always did, uh, I had weekly, I had one day out of the week where my family sat down and ate dinner together. Good. I grew up, we ate dinner together every day. Wow. Okay, we ate dinner together every day and breakfast too. Mm -hmm. Okay, I, that is just unheard of nowadays. Absolutely, I, I it is. I don't know anybody who does it. Right. So I encourage you to take at least one day that you're sitting down having dinner, especially couples, people with children, because that gives us an opportunity to review our day, review our week. We can share the things that are going well. We can share the things that are going not so well. We can get insight and opinions. You know what I'm saying? And that will give you the opportunity to come face to face All right. with your loved ones so that you can really see what's going on. That makes okay. sense. She said that they do try to do that, so that's good news. That's Tara, good. We, we've got we've got one minute left. This is what I would um, like for people to do. If and if these recordings are helping you at all in any form or fashion, I would like for you to share this video with at least two people. Good. Please share this video because the first step is becoming aware and changing our attitude. Wow. Okay? Don't be ashamed because this is a normal part of life. We just need to treat it. It's just as normal as hypertension. Yes. Or you know, physical illnesses and illness. That's we good. need to address we need to do the, the checkup from the neck up and keep ourselves in order. Thank you so much, Terry. You'll be back next Wednesday. Yes. All right. Be blessed. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Total Wellness with Terry Gartrell. She encourages you to learn to rewrite your story. According to Romans 12, 2, do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you prove for yourselves what the will of God is. That which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for your life. Terry is trained in both spiritual and clinical aspects. She provides you with the service solutions and looks forward to partnering with you on your healing transformation journey. Contact Terry at www.newvisionforyoucounseling.com or 904-866-2248. This program is underwritten by New Vision Counseling and Coaching Solutions.